Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. Hey everyone, this is George Soto with Soto Ventures. Uh, hope all is well. Today I am with my good friend and sales expert, now technology entrepreneur, Steve Richard. Steve, how are you? Tired. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. You know, so it's, it's interesting. I first reached out to you, if you remember, this was probably 2011. And what I was doing at that time, being a self-proclaimed sales nut, um, I was reaching out to all the thought leaders and folks in the space that I thought were just amazing. And you were one of those individuals out on the East Coast, you know, being a, 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 a founder and executive at Voresight, doing a lot of the things that we are super passionate about within the context of a service. And uh, so, you know, just wanted to kind of remind us how we originally met and, and all the things that we've actually accomplished over the years. Can you tell a little bit, uh, the audience, a little bit about your background, how you got into sales as a category and then what you're doing right now? Yeah, sure. I was I was originally a finance undergrad and like a lot of finance undergrads that just thought they were going to go to Wall Street. I ended up not getting any jobs at Wall Street or investment banks, consulting firms. Sales found me. I didn't find sales because I, I had to pay off my school loans and then developed a taste for it. And I loved it. I worked at corporate executive board for two years after graduation. And from there, founded Boresight at 25. I had no business plan uh, with, with my business partner. Uh, no investors, no market research, nothing. We founded what's called an outsourced appointment setting firm, which is Boresight, where people will pay us a fee per appointment to get them in the door. Been doing that for 10 and a half years, just past our 10-year anniversary. Been on Inc. 5000, fast-growing lists, all that stuff. Just goes to show your MBA isn't worth the paper it was printed on. I don't have one unless you do something with it and you hustle and scrape and scrap and make things happen. So that's why I think you and I bonded is over the the uh, early stage uh, hustler entrepreneurial mindset, motto, spirit, whatever you want to call it. And then um, recently we acquired a company, something I never thought I'd do, acquired the technology assets from an old company called Team Visibility, which is now Exec Vision. And what that's solving for is most sales teams don't have game film. And it, you know, think about the NFL. We're right in the thick of the NFL season. Love the NFL. I think most of your audience probably does. It's like everybody in America loves the NFL. Totally. And uh, could you imagine an NFL coach who didn't have game film? It's like, a, it's crazy, right? But paradoxically, most sales organizations record things like their screen sharing with uh, GoToMeeting, WebEx, JoinMe, ClearSlide, ReadyTalk, et cetera. But then they do nothing with them. Those recordings just sort of sit on their hard drive, on their computer, sit in the cloud, or their telephony system, their dialers, like the Philosophize, InsideSales.com, SalesLoft Dialer. And I mean, I, I actually keep this as a reminder of the problem we're solving for. George, you know what this is right here? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old, lousy hard drive. And, you know, like the game film from your sales team is trapped on this. And it's crazy. So I, I'm, I'm, very passionate about helping frontline salespeople get better. Very passionate about, um, I almost washed out of sales myself when I first started. I was that far away from going back to the family business and septic tanks, and I didn't do it. 
And why? I had a couple mentors who intervened at the right time. Uh, so, you know, I'm very passionate about helping the next generation of sales leaders. It's given me a great life, a great entrepreneurial background and being able to, to do sales training for a whole bunch of companies, all that. But now how can we, I believe most companies, the secrets to sales success for a frontline person actually reside in hard drives and no one ever goes and gets them. No one ever does anything with them. So I want to solve that problem. You know, you bring up a, a great point. We've been talking a lot about the the quantitative sale now, right? We've been talking about data-driven selling. You know, we were at the base conference, base CRM conference a few months ago and the LinkedIn executives, I forgot the gentleman's name, Mike, I, I can't pronounce his last name, but in any case, he was talking about really being able to understand social proximity and all these connections within the context of the LinkedIn network. And what, what I think the overarching concept, in my opinion, is that the, there is insight and there's optimization within the data and these tools that we use and even the, the public web, there are signals out there. And I think that you're, you're, you're dead on in, in terms of understanding what's in that hard drive because we have a lot of noise and we don't know necessarily what to do with it. So I, I really love that. Can we talk a little bit about the product, like the products, I'm assuming a SaaS product, does it plug into cloud services? How does it bring all that data in? And then lastly, you know, as well as I do, there's not, you know, some organizations have their stuff together in terms of having a, a, a clean data set inside uh, the, the CRM or, or whatever uh, cloud services they're using. How are you distilling that down and kind of clean, you know, kind of sort of blocking out the noise? Exec Vision doesn't record anything. We pull recordings from their source, and those are dialers, screen sharing vendors, telephone system, combined with data from CRM, usually Salesforce, but interestingly, I had a call with a, a company that manufactures Windows today, and they have SAP CRM, and we can work with SAP CRM, Microsoft Dynamics, Zoho, others. So combines the call recording with the, with the data from CRM and then transcribes the call. So... Just like what you're saying a minute ago, there is this big data problem in all these other places that companies like, you know, InsightSales.com and Infer and Sixth Sense and all those kind of companies are, are tackling the predictive lead scoring companies way over my head, right? What we're saying is, hey, what about the conversations? The conversations are a source of enormous amount of intelligence about your sales process and your buyers. And again, no one's doing anything with them. So if you can be able to, because you have call recording combined with CRM data and combined with the transcription of the call, now you can do things like fast forward to the part of the call that contains a particular keyword. So I just got off the phone with a woman who said, you know, they're selling supplies to um, emergency management services, EMSs, you know, like the county, Arlington County has an EMS. And they're, they're selling supplies. But what they want them talking about is they want them talking about the overall story of getting all of the supplies, including the capital equipment. So I asked her, what do you want your sales force talking about right now? And she said, capital equipment. We're trying to get them to talk about the capital equipment. So when someone calls in to buy 25 defibrillators, that's great. But what about like the bigger capital equipment expenses and those things they just never think to ask about, right? So they want to say, oh, hey, what are you doing on this type of product? How are you guys allocating your capital budget? When and how does that happen? They're not asking those kinds of questions. So she wants to be able to 
learn from exec vision which are the calls where that's happening when they aren't and when it is happening annotate the call and say and then take it and drag it into a folder so it's real easy to find so then later on the other salespeople who are going yeah but I don't feel comfortable asking about those things when they're just calling to order supplies. Well, listen to how Julie did it and Tom did it and Bobby did it and Susie did it because they're getting it done, right? So be comfortable being uncomfortable, which is actually one of our core values. Let's go and listen to some of the, let's go watch the game film together to see how Tom Brady does it. And then based on that, let's go and replicate that in your selling effort and again, improve performance. So George, the thing that's funny is all these companies now, I walked, did you walk around the Dreamforce floor this year? I was in, I was actually in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, listen, yeah. I, I can only imagine what was happening in Amsterdam. So, well, I was doing a sales hacker conference or, or not yeah. conference, but, that's, but sure. you it easy. <laughs> that's my cover. I'm sure you and Max had, a, had just a fine time ago. So, <laughs> uh, you know, the, if you go and look at all the vendors, they're all about more, more data, more analytics, more leads, more dials, more this, more that. Nobody's talking about better. I love more. Don't get me wrong. I'm more is good. At some point, don't we also have to blend in a little sprinkle of better? Yeah. So what I mean, what I'm hearing is it's it's not necessarily working really hard and just knocking on a bunch of doors or making calls, but it's how are we getting better? How are we optimizing? How are we improving our conversations? And I think one of the things that I've struggled with for a long time, especially before VoIP and, and call recordings and, and, and things like that, and then the technology that will allow you actually transcribe and then look for keywords, was there was no way to actually con collect that information and be able to actually analyze it. And this is one of the first ones that I've heard that that are that's going to actually do that and for for a sales manager or sales coach this is incredibly valuable so i know we're friends and i'm obviously biased towards whatever you do but i'm you know i'm telling you this is this is fantastic quick quick question how would in terms of like specific team sizes how would a sales manager manager today leverage the tool to be able to be a better coach i'll tell you a story to answer the question does that sound good yeah, perfect. So on my phone, and this will be out in the stores, I think within the week, you're going to be able to go to the iStore or the Android store, and then you're going to be able to pull up um, an app that has just mock information. It's not real calls, but it's all mock information. And I've got a mobile app, ExecVision mobile app. So I, when I go running in the morning, and as far as I know, I mean, we're the only company in the world that can take call recordings from any source and put them on your cell phone. That, that little coaching icon means that the rep wanted feedback and wanted help. So when I go in, and, and by the way, there's also data from CRM. So like, that's a no. So that's a call where a rep wanted help on a no. As a sales manager that wants to help coach and wants to help improve performance, that to me solves the problem of finding, well, what should I listen to rather than listening at random. So when I go running in the morning, I listen to calls. The other day I was listening to calls and it was a company, we, we have an appointment setting business. One of our clients were struggling on them and we've got eight people on this thing. So this is like a big deal. And uh, they got zero meetings that day. So in the morning I went looking for those calls and I listened to several and I'm like, eh, not great. 
Then I heard one from Elizabeth and I go, wow, that's amazing. That's exactly it. I left her verbal feedback on the app. So listen to the call. At the end of the call, you just talk right in your phone. You just hit the button, boom, talk in your phone, leave a verbal feedback. So I go into the office. I pull up the call on the platform, easy to get to. I mark it with key moments. If I played that call for those eight different people and said, why is that a good call? They would have given me eight different answers. They don't know. Like they don't have the 10 years, 15 years of experience that I have under my belt. So I basically did the teacher's version of the call, annotated the call, almost like a football coach would mark the game film, had the eight reps come and sit down in the conference room, played it, and it's like VH1 pop-up video. When a key moment comes up, it pops up on the screen and shows you like, here's what you should listen to. That day we got eight appointments. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, George, you know, what's the, what's the big excuse when it comes to call coaching? What do, what do all sales managers say? When they always want to coach more, but why don't they? You tell me. Well, they don't know what to focus on, perhaps. I, could, I couldn't agree more. I think that's the second answer on the Family Feud board. What's the excuse? Hmm. What do sales managers say the excuses? I'm too what? Busy. Boom. There it is. I'm too busy. I go, great. When do you have downtime? How long is your commute? One hour, one way. Absolutely. I mean, can you do that when you're sitting in traffic on one-on-one? Well, the other thing is how can you actually make that process more efficient? Because in, in the sales manager's defense, if you're going to sit there and listen to, you know, let's say eight reps, calls, 30-minute demos, let's say assume they're 30-minute demos, I mean, we're talking, you know, a substantial amount of your day just listening to calls. So with a system like Exec Vision, I can actually pinpoint and look for specific keywords and specific parts of the conversation that I want to be able to coach. And for me, it's like, let me find the coachable opportunity in a very easy way. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I think this is awesome. Steve, quick uh, tip for our early stage sales managers out there. You know, we talk a lot about automation and tools and, you know, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a tech nut myself. And so I'm, I'm always uh, looking for the next tool and, and, and pretty excited about these tools for the most part. Uh, but, uh, but let's talk about the, the, the coaching, the human part of this equation. What are two tips that you would provide an early stage sales leader around how to get the best out of their team, out of the human? I don't care about technology. I don't care about automation. Out of the human. And how do you be the best coach possible? Yeah, um, I'm going to give you first have a repository of what good looks like. If you don't have that repository of past high performers and what they do so they can listen to and and look at and learn from their calls and demos, then it becomes a lot more challenging. Would you rather read the playbook or would you actually rather see them do the demo or hear them do the call that, for the thing that closed? Seems like a no-brainer to me. I'd take the game film. Second tip is, um, and by the way, you don't need exec vision for that. You can do that yourself. Just record it using GoToMeeting and drag it in a folder or clear slide or any of the other things. I don't care. Um, the second thing is people coach too much I fall guilty of this every day. Focus on one thing, you know, and that's sort of equivalent to if you're trying to teach someone any number of different skills, uh, 
golf being the cliche one, and you're saying, all right, put keep your head down, keep your left arm straight, do this, do this, turn your hips. It's like, whoa, overload. Coach people on one thing at a time and see that they get better on that one thing. Awesome. So have a repository of what works and focus on coaching one specific aspect or topic at a time. Steve, always a pleasure. I when am I going to see you again? You coming for sales stack? I got baby coming in uh, January first. So you're going to have to come visit me on the East Coast next time you're at C. Inevitably, CB is a, a a source of gravity here, and there are two buildings over in that direction. So when you're here to go to CB for one of their conferences, come see me. I will. I will. I, I maybe they're. Uh, I'll ping the folks over there see if they're riding the Challenger sale too. <laughs> Yeah, Matt Dixon and Brent Adams are good friends of mine. They actually reassigned Dixon. He's a great guy. No, yeah, Max, yeah, Max, uh, or Matt, rather, I, I spoke to him, you know, like three years ago or so, and we were trying to get him to speak at a Sales for Startups event, and uh, it, it, uh, it was a little over our head at that point, but we'll see what we can do these days. Yeah, it's fine. Steve, have a great day. Congratulations on the baby. Well, we'll talk offline, and uh, I, I got to send you a couple goodies. Awesome. George, you're the man. Appreciate what you do for the community there of sales startups. Okay. Thank you so much. One last thing. If folks out there want to get in touch with you, try to get a demo of exec vision, try or something, maybe you can sweet the, uh, uh, sweeten the, uh, a, a deal for them here. If they're, they're a startup or an early stage company, how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, you got it. Any, if you guys, uh, if you guys out there listening, are, are interested and if it works out and I'll throw in uh, a keynote or uh, you know a webinar or something like that to help your sales team with the skills that can help make them more effective as well so uh, Steve at execvision.io Steve at execvision.io and then my scheduling link is right in my LinkedIn profile not hard to find so you can go self-service 30 minutes piece of cake and I, I promise you're gonna walk away with insights uh, I'm, I'm not just pitching software here I'm really hopefully delivering um, real value to companies. Well, the last thing I wanted to say is, you know, what I love about you is that you're actually a practitioner and someone who understands the inches between the yards um, and who is building software to solve for those because you understand that that's where the golden nuggets lie. And so um, thank you so much, Steve. Love you, man. We'll, we'll see each other uh, shortly, hopefully.